Welcome to the Ben Don't Break podcast. We are powered by the Source Weekly, Ben's locally owned newspaper. This podcast is our eddy in the rushing waters of local journalism. We are glad that you're taking some of your time to listen to us chat with the people who shape our local community. Thank you for being here. This is Aaron Schweitzer, published source. I'm flying solo on this podcast today. I have with me Faisal Abu Nawa. Did I pronounce that right? Yep, that's correct. Uh, AKA Music with Faisal, born in Portland, Oregon, October 31st, 1989. Faisal has had music in his blood since he was a child. His grandmother was in a band for most of his childhood, played all over the Pacific Northwest in high school. Faisal discovered his voice while trying out for jazz choir. After high school, he taught himself to play guitar on YouTube. He has now been playing live music all over the Pacific Northwest for the last 12 years. If you are someone who follows music in this community, I'm sure you've seen his name popping up in uh, publications like The Source, where uh, I think you're pretty regular in the calendar, aren't you, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Uh, He resides here in Bend, Oregon since 2020, land of talented musicians. He is also a superintendent at Polish Commercial, and he's taken some time to rap with us today. Uh, Faisal, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I I, I was curious to sit down with you and rap after uh, you played the Little Woody. Yeah, Little Woody Festival. That was a blast. Yeah, and blast. Uh, of course we produced the Little Woody, and uh, I was so taken with your style and uh, you know the your musicianship, and uh, I thought we'd just sit down and talk what it's like to be in this day and age. Well, you thank know, you. Yeah, Post pandemic, a musician in the community. So uh, maybe just tell listeners a little bit. Um, where do you currently play? Like how, how many times are you playing a week and what are some of the venues? You know, with, with having a full-time job, you know, I got to kind of try to balance it out a little bit, you know, on top of the full-time job, I also got three kids and a wife right. at home. So right. I gotta, I gotta make them happy too. Yeah. So, you know, lately I've just been trying to fill in, you know, during the weeks uh-huh. is, is my strong point really for, for playing gigs. Um, um, right now you can catch me, you know, Midtown Yacht Club here in town, um, Good Life Brewing, um, um, the lot on the on the west side of town. I'm there quite a bit. Um, pretty much, pretty much anywhere you you. you in, in Loge, one of your. Yeah, in Loge. Yep, 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 yep. We've done that a few times. Um, coming up next weekend, we got the Cascade Equinox Festival that everybody's been talking yeah, about. Um, great. Going to be out there Saturday and Sunday, both both days. So that's going to be a blast. But you know, right now I kind of just pick them up as I can you know yeah. I reach out to a lot of different places on their Instagram pages or you know I, I go into the places that are that have live music and try to catch everybody else playing a little bit and then I'll you know I'll throw my two cents in to see if I can get a date <laughs> right, and, right. and uh and I kind of right. just go from there and um word of mouth you know I, I kind of just do that and then yeah. uh social media I've just been trying to keep uh-huh. up with my Instagram page and and uh and just get out there a little bit so well I know from your bio that you said that you um you've been a musician pretty much you know, your entire life right. had it in your blood. Right, right. But when did you start performing? I started performing, I think it was, oh man. High school garage bands. Yeah, count. this was, this was a while ago. So, you know, <laughs> I, I mentioned the jazz choir. I was in jazz choir for a while, almost immediately after high school. You know, I, I, uh, I actually picked up an ukulele first. Uh-huh. taught myself how to play ukulele. You know, it was a, it was a little easier. Um, from there, I taught myself how to play guitar. And then almost immediately after that, um, I went to a, a family barbecue and my stepdad had a buddy that was there. Um, he was a, he's an older guy. He's about yeah. 25 years older than me. And we kind of hit it off and, uh, um, started jamming, you know, around a fire pit. And, uh, I think 
two weeks after we met, we were playing at one of the local bars in town. Yeah. Um, and then they, they picked us up just about every weekend. And, uh, man, I can't, I can't put a date on it, but it was, a, it was a while ago. Yeah. It was a while, 12 years ago or so. So what was it like for you as, um, I mean, you're practically a kid at that point, you know, getting yeah. to get up on stage, getting mm-hmm. to perform, having somebody at your back like that. Well, you know, I'll take it back to what, you know, I said my grandma used to play. You know, I, I grew up, you know, I basically grew up in the Moose Lodges and Elk Lodges, oh, you know, okay. all up and down the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> you know, following my grandma around. So you traveled with her? Yeah. We, yeah. You know, okay. I lived with her for a little while. Um, you know, me and my mom, my little brother, we lived uh-huh. with her for a little bit. And so we would kind of pick up and go with her, you know, and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't very long. It's not like we were jumping on a tour bus or anything like that, yeah. but we would get in the van with the, with the trailer attached to it and take off to the, you know, the local, local Elks Lodge or Moose Lodge or whatever it was, <laughs> um, and just kind of hang out. And, you know, I got to see her, um, you know, up on stage with, with yeah, my grandpa sure. singing songs and stuff like that. And. You know, so it's been in my blood for a long time. You know, I got photos of me standing on the countertop, you know, in our house with the little plastic guitar, just trying to <laughs> do something. You know, it's probably some Billy Ray Cyrus or something from, yeah. you know, the early 90s. But, um, you know, it's just it. it I don't know. You know, I, I kind of just jumped into it. And it's been something that is um, it's almost like a therapy for me, you know, yeah. to be able to go out and play music and, and to see people's reactions to some of the songs that I play. And, you know, um you know, and then playing with somebody that was older than me too, it just gave me this vast knowledge of, you know, this older generation of music that I never really was introduced to. You know, yeah. I'd always steal my mom's Pearl Jam CDs and <laughs> stuff like that and, and listen sure. to that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's just, I, you know, I can't really think about it, you know, that way. I've just, it's just always been there. Music's just always been there for me. So, yeah. So as you're, as you're getting older and you're, you're playing these gigs, what, uh, give me a sense of, you know, you're, you're in college, you're out of college. How far did you take it? How committed did you get during those periods? So, you know, I mean, I don't know how how relevant it is now. I mean, I, I think it's this, the voice and stuff is still on, right? Yeah. American Idol and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So I actually tried out for American Idol. Um, this is, I don't even know, 2010, 2009, uh, somewhere around there. Um, didn't really make it too far there. Um, I kind of gave it up for a few years. My mom kind of kept nudging me to, to do something else. And I think what I did was there was an open mic night in um, Vancouver, Washington. It was just a little south uh-huh. of where I grew up in Battleground. And uh, I went into a place down there, did an open mic night. And the prize for winning the open mic night was to get a front row pass to the voice audition. So uh-huh. I did that and I ended up winning it. And so I did the voice. Um, and then I went to Vegas. Wow. To go on to the Great. voice and do that. And yeah. it was just, it was so surreal because you're standing in line for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. So many talented people behind you and in front of you and everybody's in line practicing the song they're going to sing. And I'm <laughs> I'm standing there, you know, this just this, you know, kid that learned how to do stuff off yeah. of him, you know, off of YouTube on a guitar. And How old you know, were you? How old were you? I think I was probably about 20 years old okay. when I did that. Yeah. Um. And just the experience alone was enough for me. I mean, I didn't make it very far, you know, you know how it is. It's just, it's a, it's a big production thing, you know, but, um, just the experience and standing in the line with people like that and just to see, you know, what it was. And I, I, I felt like I didn't really, I couldn't compete with a lot of people that were in line because they were just amazing to me. I was like, these guys are incredible. Um, but it was just awesome to be able to do that. 
Um, well, you put yourself out there. I, did. I mean, that's a big part of it. I yeah. mean, at some point, knowing you're, you've got all this talent around, you had to walk on that stage. Yeah. That solo, was, right? Yeah, just dripping sweat. You know, yeah. you're not even in front of, you're not really in front of many people yet. Because, right. you know, a lot of people don't really understand how it works, but you go in front, you're in front of the producers and, and you know, uh, before you even get to the, you know, the main people, the judges. Right. And you got to make it past, you know, a couple different rounds of that before you can get onto anything. So, um, Man, it was it was it was it was wild. It, yeah. was, it was quite the experience, and uh, I'll always remember it. That's yeah. For sure. that's so for after sure. that, you come back, and then um, did you do the whole like in the van driving around getting gigs kind of thing, or have you always played around your? For about a year, home. we did that. Me and me and my buddy Mitch did that. Uh-huh. Um, we rolled around. Um, it wasn't really any. It was you know it's pretty local up and down right. you know, up to Seattle. Maybe down to Northern California, yeah, um, a couple different places in between. But um, yeah, that was that was fun too. We did that, you know. And then I had children, I had kids, and yeah. I kind of had to stop doing that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I just started gigging around, you know, local spots here yeah. and there around town and stuff. So, well, you mentioned it's um it's therapeutic, and it and is. I imagine it's woven in. It, it's got to be at this point woven into your character. What uh what do you, what's the experience like? I mean, why you got kids? I mean, mm-hmm. any anybody would forgive you for. <laughs> kicking it on the couch right, and dealing right. but uh you know you're still getting out there yeah how come you know it's just it's 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 a release for me you know it's it's fun it's and, you know and it, i i love i'm a people person so i love to be in front of people i love to talk to people I like to meet new people um i think that's my favorite part about playing um but you know i, I do it because it's just I, I i do it because i can't really stop doing it it's just something that's yeah. just it's just engraved in me um and I just love it. I mean, I love singing. Um, I love playing guitar. Um, what get, maybe I, give listeners a sense of? Yeah. You know, I mean, I do some public speaking, so I know when you get mm-hmm. up there, you you're in a different state. You're up in front of people. Your mind works a little bit differently when right. you're when you're up there. Uh, what's it like for you when you know, like, the experience? So you know, I, I guess I can say this pretty. It's a. Uh, it's, you know, the first song I, I play, you know, I go up and do a two or three hour set. The mm-hmm. first song I play, you know, I'm coming off of working probably all day. Right. So I've got that stress in my head and I kind of got to kind of got to let it go. So sure. I get the first song out and, you know, it's a little rocky to begin. I'm, tr- I'm adjusting sound as I go and, I'm, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Um, but and after that, I kind of just um, you kind of just get in the zone. Um, I, there's a there's a, a Disney movie, a Pixar movie. Um um, and the name of it is, is I'm lost right now, but, uh, there's a part in the movie where they talk about, well, he's in the zone, right? Yeah. You're in the zone and yeah. everything just kind of goes away from you. Yeah. You're in this, just, you're alone, basically just sitting on the stool with a guitar and eyes are closed and you're not really thinking about anything else. You're not thinking about the people in front of you. You're not thinking about, it. you're just in the song, yeah. in the lyrics and, uh, I think that right there for me is the most addicting part of it because you, you you know it's not a specific song. I love all types of music. I right. can't think of a song that I you know that does that to me. But it's just the in between you know strumming the strings and trying to find you know the tone of voice in the strings. Um, that part right there um, for me, I just I kind of black out and I just yeah zone out and I just start singing and playing and uh, it's one of my favorite places to be. You're. Again, for listeners, what what per, do you, what do you, percentage is your own material? What's the stuff that you cover? How much? Uh... You know, playing 
around town and, and around the bars and the breweries mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I, I mostly stick to playing cover music. Okay. It's, it's more of what people can relate to. Yeah. Um, when I have, you know, when I'm with my band or with my, with my buddies practicing or like something like that, that's more of when the original stuff starts to come out. Yeah. Um, specific venues that I can play around town. I'll tend to do some more mm-hmm. original stuff, but yeah. you know, I, I'd say it's probably 50, 50. Wow. That's you know? great. Yeah. Yeah. I try to do that. Probably more so, you know, leaning towards the covers. Yeah. When I, like I said, when I do the breweries and stuff, just to, just to relate to people a little bit more. Yeah. So when you're up and you're doing one of your own pieces, mm-hmm. um, gotta be a little bit of a different experience for you. It is. Then you're pushing, you know, it is. Yeah. It's personal. It, you know, it's, yeah. it, you know, for me, it's like, it's, it's almost harder to do those songs sure. because you're, you know, you, 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 you might be worried about what people are thinking about the song or you might be, you know, a little, um, you know, a little scared to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Your feelings, you're putting your feelings mm-hmm. out there. Um, you know, when I when I hear other people's music and I, you know, I listen to the lyrics and stuff, you're like, you can kind of really get a sense of where they're at when they're writing that song. Right. Yeah. Either they're really happy or they're really sad or, you know, music's just right. it's something that's attached to you. Right. So it's like you can feel you can actually feel what people are, you know, what they're going through mm-hmm. in their lyrics sometimes. So. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's wild. Tell me a little bit about the, um, the bend market. I mean, you moved here in 2020, so you're a yeah. pandemic refugee yeah. so, and, uh, <laughs> you know, pandemic ends, you bust out, you're, you're starting to do stage again. I know from producing events during this period, man, people were pretty freaking happy to be yeah, you know, out. You know, yeah. did you get feel that reception when you took stage after you know, being locked up? You know, I did. You know, and it's it's funny <laughs> you bring that up because right when twenty twenty hit, you know, I was you know, I was talking about my band that I had when I lived mm-hmm. you know, in the valley. Um, we actually got a bunch of you know a bunch of shows lined out for that summer. We just formed our band. Mm-hmm. Um, we we hours and hours of practice into you know some new songs, some covers, some you know a little bit of everything. And we were super excited to get out there and start playing. We had one show, and it was, uh, I think it was March in 2020. We had mm-hmm. one show, yeah, and yeah. then we had the whole summer lined out, and everything got canceled. So that was a big letdown. <laughs> we were really <laughs> right. bummed out about that. And then uh, and then I got transferred out here um, for work in Bend, and uh, I had to leave the band and all, all my buddies back in, in, in the valley down there and uh, came up here and... I kind of thought I was done playing music. I just didn't really, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't really thinking yeah. about it much. And then uh, I was actually working in Redmond and came across a little place, General Duffy's in mm-hmm. Redmond and yeah. went in there and, you know, I'm new in town. I don't know anybody. I don't really know the venues in town. And it was, you know, I'll admit it was really tough to get a start out here because, you know, like I said, land of talented musicians, Bend, yeah. Oregon is insane for musicians. I mean, yeah. anywhere you go, any any place that has live music, you know, the one of a hundred places in town, you're going to run into people that are just extremely talented. I mean, yeah. a lot of the bands out here, you'd think you'd, you'd hear them on the radio and, you know, all kinds of stuff. It's just, it's really hard to get going out here. Um, yeah. So I had to go to a few places and, you know, basically just tell them like, hey, you know, I'm really nobody. I'm just new in town. Um, you know, <laughs> Hi, at I'm Faisal. Yeah. I'm cool. At that time, I didn't have a, <laughs> a, a big social media, you know, following or anything yeah. like that. I didn't, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't really good at it. Um, and so I started getting out there a little bit more and talking to people and stuff. And I actually went into places and we're like, Hey guys, like I, I can play and sing. Um, how about, how about you just let me come in, you know, for a couple hours, you mm-hmm. don't have to pay me, you know, I'll just, I'll play for tips and maybe a couple drinks or something like that. And, uh, 
and we'll go from there. And almost every place I went to and did that, you know, they let, they're like, okay, why not? Let's give this guy a shot sure. without even hearing me, right? That's great. So I'm thinking like, well, these people are crazy. Like, <laughs> I could, you know, <laughs> they don't know what I sound like. But almost every single place that I reached out to were like, you got to come back. We, we need you to come ah, back. Great. And so I just started yeah. getting getting gigs left and right, getting, you know, and then just. Yeah. Well, you're being humble. You're pretty talented. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, I'd, speaking of, you know, that moment when you reach out and get to Duffy's, I mean, Duffy's was one of those venues, you know, I got a hat off to them because they kept going through the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, they were figuring it out. I know those guys worked yeah. really hard to keep doing outdoor shows, That's a good point. Yeah. keeping people safe. And mm-hmm. uh, probably one of the, I know, one of the few venues at the time um, that was doing that. Yeah. So yeah. it was a good, you stumbled on them at, yeah. during that period. Well, and good for them too. I mean, because looking yeah. at where we're at now, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, back then i'm sh- you know there's a handful of places that aren't here anymore right the that you know kind of just had to had to had to close their doors because of the pandemic and it's good on everybody to you know keep pushing and, and keep trying to figure out different ways to keep your businesses alive and you know did you know hats off you you mentioned a little bit the level of talent here in some of the venues play but i'm i'm wondering if you can offer a little insight into I mean, you're a solo musician and and working in this town you know what's that like how uh it's, What's the vibe? You know, it's uh, extremely welcoming. Mm-hmm. It's very welcoming. I mean, I I can't I can't even you know. There's so many people in town that you know you play, and they'll walk up to you and like, hey man, you're doing a really good job. Keep it up, and then they'll follow you on Instagram and you go to their page. You know, you go to their their page and they're also a you know a, a major musician in town, oh, thousands cool. of followers and stuff like yeah. that. So you're like, oh my gosh, like let's you know let's let's be friends. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's let's link up. Let's you know do whatever and. Uh, you know, it's it was super welcoming. I gotta say, um, the Ben music community is just it's 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 so welcoming and so loving. Um, there's really nobody. There's I've never had anything negative. You know, wow. In that in yeah. in, in that aspect, um, you know, because I was know, hoping just, you were gonna fill fill the airways with some of these backstabbing kind of cutthroat stories you and know, elbowing it, your way into the, some the music tough world music is like town. that, right? The music world is like that. But well, you, that's here, a cliche, just, right? It is, yeah. yeah. But out here, I, I, yeah, I've never felt more welcome. You know, in the Valley, in Portland, and those places, you definitely do get that. You yeah. get that kind of backstabbing vibe. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, people that are kind of will bash you if they're, you know, they don't like your stuff or yeah. um, try to steal, you know, get take the gigs yeah. out from underneath you and stuff like that. But I don't ever get that here. You know, here I try to, um, you know, if I can't make a gig, I'll reach out to three or four other guys that mm-hmm. I know and I'll say, Hey, you know, can you, can you guys take over this? I mean, I'm busy this night. Yeah. And I mean, I've done that more than a few times with a lot of people in town. Yeah. Um, just try to hand off, you know, and try to spread the love a little bit and get everybody out there. Well, you mentioned social media and I know how important that is for mm-hmm. musicians uh, and all the different platforms. Are you a TikToker? Do you? I'm not. I haven't joined. I haven't joined. <laughs> people have told me like, you need to get on TikTok. You need get to get that on TikTok. younger audience. Yeah. I mean, cause right. it's like on there, you know, you got Instagram and you know, I've got 600 <clears> something <throat> followers and you know, this, this and that. And you know, on TikTok, I keep hearing like you can get millions of people to do this and do that. And I'm like, I, <laughs> it blows my mind. I'm like, you know, I'm 33. I, I barely know how to, I barely know how to run Instagram. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you could get the Faisal challenge going somehow. Yeah, you know, like TikTok. Thing, I need but... to. I need to. I definitely need to. But that space is is it can be pretty toxic. I mean, especially when you're 
following musicians it can at, at a high level. And it sounds like for you that it's been a pretty positive experience. Yeah, thus it has. Far. It has. Yeah. I've, yeah, I haven't had any negative feedback, any negative comments or anything like that on anything that I've ever shared or yeah. anything like that. But I'm the kind of person that, you know, puts out what I want to receive too. So yeah. I don't really, it's, it's hard to run into stuff like that when you, when you, when you try to, you know, when you try to share that. Well, it does seem like, I mean, Ben Ben likes to say that it's got a lot of venues and it feels like there's a lot of places right. to play. Is that your experience? I mean, compared to coming from the Valley. It, it is. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there's, there's not as much as in the Valley. I can say that, but out here, I mean, I feel like every day there's something new popping up. Yeah. Um, I just had, um, a place out in, in Sun River reach out to me that I've never even heard of before. And I went to yeah. my buddy that is another musician. I'm like, have you heard of these people? And he's like, I've never heard of them. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a surprise <laughs> to me because, you know, a new music video that pops right. up or a new, you know, a new, a bar setting with a, with a stage kind of thing is, uh, you know, it seems like it is everywhere, but you know, it, it's kind of hit or miss, you know, a little yeah. bit, but, um, I just see it growing more and more and more. You yeah. Know? Um, I see a lot of new places, um, expanding, you know, talk about like volcanic theater i think they're busted down some walls in there and they yeah. made their spot a little bigger and um it's just cool to see you know people taking the music scene a little bit more um seriously i guess and, yeah. and, and, and trying to make it bigger you know well i know when um you know when live nation took over the amphitheater oh, yeah. and they started booking you know a lot more acts there was a lot of concern about local artists but what I, I mean, and you're backing this up, what I've seen is more of these like non-traditional venues. Like mm-hmm. you, you were saying you're playing Campfire tonight, which yeah. unfortunately listeners, by the time this airs, will have, will have already <laughs> passed. But um, but you're, you're playing Campfire. Loge has music mm-hmm. now. You know, a lot of places that, um, you know, historically have not. Yeah. And that seems to be a trend like that you're you're seeing a lot more of these type of places pop open yeah and a lot of those places you know you mentioned that and a lot of these places are actually putting together you know um um summer concert series, yeah, series. programs you right. know what i mean like a whole series of stuff where yeah. they pick a whole block of weekends in the summer and, yeah. and do this um what would be cool to see is more of the indoor places in the wintertime doing stuff like that mm. you know i know it's a lot you know for the inside places to do that for especially local musicians and whatnot but that'd be cool to see um um, but yeah, in the last, just in the last few years, I've started to see a lot of these summer concert series. Good Life has a good summer concert mm-hmm. series. Loge has yeah. a good com- summer concert series. Um, of course the fall festivals and, you know, the summer festivals yeah. and stuff like that. Little, Little Woody and, and mm-hmm. you know, all these places that do this kind of stuff. It's just, uh, it gives, you know, people like me in town a, a, a better opportunity to get out there more. And that's just much appreciated. So before the, before we jumped on the mics, you were mentioning to me you had three kids yeah they're uh they're spanning wide range of ages yeah so 15 yep. what were the other two i got a 15 year old daughter i have a seven year old daughter and i have a three-year-old son yeah yeah so as this is as this is progressing what does that mean for your your musical future i mean they don't get it doesn't get easier it doesn't get easier <laughs> they get they get older they, you know my son you know every time i've got a gig um you know i'll get off work and jump in the shower and change real quick and you know, try to walk out the door and he's like, are you leaving? Like, are you, are you heading out dad? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go play some music, buddy. And you know, a lot of the places that I play are, you know, either 21 yeah, and over bars, or, right? you know, bars and stuff like that. So I go, sorry, buddy. Next time, you know, um, I'm actually super excited tonight. They get to come with me. So that's oh, going to be fun. Great. I get to utilize yeah. the pool at campfire. So, yeah. um, it's going to be fun, but no, um, you know, the wife at home, she just, she really, um, 
backs me up a lot. Yeah. She lo- she supports me a lot. And I, I love her to death for that. Um, she lets me go out and do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's a nice little extra income for my family and I too. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't, I don't see an end in it a little bit, you know, That's at great. all. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll probably kind of taper off as I get a little older in the future, but um, who knows, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm just kind of here for the opportunity and the experience and we'll see where it goes. Do you still feel like you're growing musically? I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I mean, just in, you know, um, being a self-taught guitar player, you know, I, I joke around all the time, but people are always like, can you teach me how to play guitar? I'm like, you don't want me to teach you how to play guitar because, <laughs> you know, you can't, there's right. no cameras in here, but my fingers are like little sausages. You, can, you know, it's hard for me to play sometimes. So I had to kind of figure out my own way of playing. Um, so unfortunately, I, you know, I tell people like, I, I'd, I'd rather not try to teach you because I'm, you know, I'm still learning myself. Yeah. And when I play with my other buddies and, and, and stuff in town, it's like, man, I look at over at them and what they're doing. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's way easier to do. Like I'll, I'll, I'll move my finger like that. And, you know, right, so I'm always right. progressing with, with playing guitar for sure. So no end in sight there. Yeah. Um, well, we're kind of at the end of our time yeah. here. What, uh, anything that I didn't touch on you want to speak to? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I just, I appreciate you having me out here. I appreciate yeah. the opportunity and it, this has been a blast. Well, I can, I can tell people who are interested in booking you. You know, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on was we kind of scrambled for a beer run musician. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, we were, we were, time. we threw it out there and, yeah. uh, and <clears throat> super professional popped up. Yep. Do it on yeah. there. You were, you were early yeah. to the gig yeah. and, uh, yeah, it went really smoothly, and uh, yeah. gosh, in those situations, you really want people to be pro. So yeah, you know, super I, I try to do that. You know, I, and for me, it's just <laughs> I, the opportunity alone is just awesome. So I, I'll jump on it. You know, and I always tell people like, last minute guy, like I'm here in town, and you know, if you, <laughs> if you want to reach out to me, I'm probably available. So yeah, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> Well, Faisal, thanks for spending the time today. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate you having me. This has been the Ben Don't Break podcast. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Ben Don't Break podcast powered by The Source Weekly. To read, hear, and see more of what we do, go to bensource.com. <laughs>